0: Donald Trump has the Rona. I'm setting up a stream right here, do a little live analysis. Do a little breakdown. Do, a, do I figured I'd just do a little clip collection live. So I'm setting up right now, just sat down to do this. Figure we'd tune in, see what the networks are talking about.
1: We've also seen her... Uh... Not practicing social distancing or wearing a mask. Oh, the shaming. As she took a photo in her meeting with Senator Mike Lee, who is now tested positive. So this is, I mean, this is very good news. Right. And
2: and we have to start really asking questions about... Uh, when she was introduced to the American public by the president of the United States at that event in the Rose Garden, I believe it was, uh, because now you have the president of Notre Dame and Mike Lee, who were at that event, who have now been diagnosed with COVID. So I think the question has to be asked, and I'm sure people who are doing uh, the, the contact tracing are doing that, is uh, were people exposed at that event also? Uh, was the president exposed at that event? Was Hope Hicks exposed at that event? We just, we just don't know at this point, but you have to look at that as well. And this also provides a picture, uh, Brie, of how difficult all this tracing really is when yes. you're talking about the president of the United States, the people he's come into contact with. I mean, he went, after they knew about Hope Hicks, for example, he went and did a fundraiser in New Jersey, what about those people? If I'm a big funder of Donald Trump, I think I might be a tad angry uh, today yeah. about that. So, uh, the, you know, the circle grows wider and wider and wider, and there's a lot of work to do because we don't know who gave this virus to whom and how it got started. But we do know that it's, it is in a very dangerous place right now, and that is inside the White House.
1: Oh, yeah. And those donors were not wearing masks. That's they right. were tested, right? So the idea being that they would have been the, the president would have been protected against catching the coronavirus maybe more so from them if they had been tested uh at least insofar as you can take a, a negative test to the bank all the time right uh but that's not the coronavirus doesn't distinguish it doesn't it, all
0: it, right it, so it, let's get away from their sanctimonious um bs here and uh i'll play you the new oh oh we have new breaking news
1: the supreme court announcement at the white house last mm-hmm. week he was criticized gloria for not wearing a mask around other people
0: all right yeah okay more of the same so here is the uh, news if if for somehow you didn't hear it
3: and as uh, as we look to try to uh make sure that not only his health and safety and welfare is good we continue to look at that for all of the american people uh he, uh, he continues to be not only in good spirits, but very energetic. Uh, we've we've uh, talked a, a number of times this morning. I got the uh, five or six things that he had tasked me to do like I do every single morning. And uh, uh, he, he uh, is certainly wanting to make sure that we stay engaged. I think uh, the other thing that is, is critically important uh, the the doctors continue to uh, monitor both his health and the health of the first lady. Uh, we'll continue to do that. They'll they'll be glad to provide some some updates uh, later t- today as, as we look at this. But I think the uh, the the great thing about this president is is not only is he staying committed to to working very hard on behalf of the American people.
0: All right, so that's his damage control right there. And, of course, that's uh, Mark Meadows, the White House chief of staff, who is – he opens talking about (laughs) – the economy, trying to downplay it uh, pretty significantly to the point of almost kind of being embarrassing. But, you know, that's what else are they going to do, right? Here's ABC. Economic impact as well. One Re and Rebecca Jarvis, our chief business and economics correspondent. And Rebecca, we know this could impact the economy. We already saw stock markets falling, the futures markets falling overnight on this news
4: yeah that's right george and we're living in this moment this time of peak uncertainty this is one more thing to just ratchet up the volume ratchet up the heat on this entire situation and while wall street i've spoken to a number of veteran traders there who tell me they're not entirely sure what this will ultimately mean for markets or the economy but there is a bias to sell on uncertainty like this and while there isn't a lot of clarity in terms of what this will mean for the election for politics and policy there's clarity around the fragility of the current state of our U.S. economy. 8.4% unemployment. You have millions of Americans who continue to collect unemployment in this country. 837,000 Americans just last week filed new claims for unemployment benefits. We have seen for weeks and months now highly elevated numbers of American layoffs.
0: I do kind of keep watching the stock market to see how they're going to react to a Trump win or loss.
5: Let's bring in. Dr. Abdul El-Sayed, um, as you watch this play out, you're both an epidemiologist, you're head of, you were head of Detroit's health department. You also ran for governor of Michigan. And you know what, how the kind of pressure President Trump has put on Michigan uh, not to have um, uh, the kind of precautions that doctors like you have been advocating.
0: So when you heard the news, did you wonder how is the press going to react? Are they going to uh, be solemn? and somber and sober about the president of the United States having COVID-19? Or would they be sanctimonious and sort of rub it in his face and bring up all of the times he made a mass joke or uh, suggested that somebody did need to socially distance? Well, if you guessed the second one, you'd be right.
5: Uh, This isn't the first time a staffer at the White House got sick. And this is now not just a staffer, but President Trump himself. Can you talk about the culture at the White House? I mean, what we're hearing that sometimes people wear a mask in the helicopter to Air Force One, but that in Air Force One, people do not wear masks, and that is frowned upon also at the White House as well, which also puts enormous pressure on reporters in the White House because they are wearing masks.
6: That's right. This this whole situation speaks to the treatment of the COVID-19 pandemic, not as a serious contagious illness that has taken hold and infected millions of people around the country, killed 200,000 people. Instead, it's been treated as a, a nuisance uh, to politicize. And the White House in keeping with uh, that framing of COVID-19 has sought to downplay any of the interventions that you can use uh, to keep viral transmission down. Is that is that fair? I feel like we're
0: forgetting that it was the White House that put together the Corona Task Force with Dr. Burks and, and Anthony Fauci, and it was, I think we're failing to forget that it was the White House that for every single day, for multiple hours a day, had press briefings with Fauci and Burks up there telling people what to do or not to do. I mean, yeah, Trump's said shit, but... He's all, you know, like you can't really pin him down. He's all over the map on everything, everything he says stuff about like you. So I, I guess <laughs> I, I don't really know if I agree with the holistic picture he is painting here. I think there's nuances. You could argue he's right. But I think you also have to give the White House credit for Pence's task force,
6: whether that is vilifying governors and uh, and city officials who either uh, support mask mandates or or lockdowns when transmission gets high enough. Or it's just modeling the poor behavior uh, that we saw become such an issue just now. And uh, just as Dr. Gandhi spoke to, we don't know how far this is going to go because, of course, the upper reaches of government are highly interconnected. It would be actually
0: kind of interesting uh, to kind of keep tabs on who ends up getting infected. Um, It's sort of been a list like they're going down the list. All right. What about this? What about this administration official? What about this administration official, including Mike Pompeo?
7: I am feeling fantastic. I was tested about 30 minutes ago. That'd be the fourth time I was tested in the course of the last two and a half weeks. Remember the dates? 16th, 24th, 27th, and now October 2nd. Um, I actually have not been with the President since the Abraham Accords on the 15th. I've been traveling. I can't remember. 10 to last, 12 of the last 17 days, something like that. 10 to, 10 to 17. So I've been gone a lot. Some of you were with me, on, I think, on a trip to South America and the like. Uh, we're praying for the President and the First Lady uh, that they'll have a speedy recovery. I'm sorry, I'm trying to speak up a little bit. As of, they'll have a speedy recovery. Um, I spoke with the Vice President's Office this morning as well. Uh, we're taking this, obviously, very seriously, and we'll do everything we can to keep everyone
0: safe, including you all. You have- um... Did it seem like he was a little super defensive about the dates? Remember the dates. Remember the dates, he specifically said.
8: Your results yet? Do you know if you yes. positive no, or negative?
7: Yes, no, negative. Yes, that's a... 20 minutes ago or 30 minutes ago
5: any extra precautions
7: you know we take a lot of precautions uh so yeah i mean we we'll, we're measuring trying to make sure we get some additional contact tracing on folks that have been to the white house uh we're watching as the white house
0: is conducting it, doing its work as well so yeah even as his boss is infected with the coronavirus you can hear the fatigue in his voice oh i've been tested this many times oh we take a lot of precautions even as his boss has it what are the i mean that's that's really something um so uh i guess the new york times i guess someone at the new york times suggested that trump may have to be removed from the ballot uh because of his covid19 diagnosis yes that happens so kaylee mcenany or however you say her last name she's on fox right now as we talk defending This Trump
5: is the uh, president of the United States. Um, he's on the ballot. Um, he's hard at work. And look, if you look at the jobs report just today, those remarkable numbers getting below eight percent unemployment. No one thought that was possible. It's mm-hmm. a testament to what this president has done. He's put his head down. He's worked. He's continuing to do that. Um, and he will all the way through November.
8: Real quickly, uh, I know. I don't know if you've heard Carl Rove has come up with all these ways the president can actually work from home, <laughs> and it was interesting. <laughs> you talked about like a telephone town hall. He had, he had quite a list. Will we
5: see a national address from the president? Look, I won't confirm exactly what you'll see from him, but it's safe to say that um, you'll be seeing and hearing from the president as he moves forward with his working schedule. Uh, We're exploring um, a number of different ways to do that, Uh, but he wants to talk to the American people. I can tell you this about President Trump. Uh, This man loves the American people, loves speaking (laughs) to them.
0: I do have to figure they must be thinking internally, how the hell are we going to send a message that Trump is strong and healthy? I think about this in the way like, how would Putin's administration try to project putin's strength i think you could i think there's a lot there you could compare to trump
8: for the virus injecting uncertainty into the markets almost immediately overnight what all of this could mean for the economic recovery that we were just talking about with some decent job numbers one of the president's biggest campaign talking points what's going to happen with that steve forbes joins me
0: yeah, you know, it isn't lost on me either that the the thing that this truly does in the context of the election is this forces the conversation back to COVID-19, where Trump was trying to make it about law and order. Trump was trying to make it about Biden's health and the radical left and the protesters. And of course, the Biden campaign wants it to be about COVID because they feel like they're strong there. And now they have no choice. The, the conversation, the, the virus has decided. And it has reminded all of us that there is no election like a pandemic election. It really, and there's no getting away from it. Uh, here's CNN. Let's see what they're talking about. Uh, oh, it looks like there are calls in Congress for widespread Congress testing, uh, which hasn't gone through yet, but there are requests for it
6: who's talked to who, who's been with who, then you obviously factor in the 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 fact that members are traveling by airplane from districts and states across the country, and you recognize that there is a very real potential issue here if things start to get out of hand. I think that's why you've heard over the course of the day members talking about the fact that at some point a testing regime needs to be put in place here. Leaders from both parties have rejected that up to this point, but I think perhaps now is the moment, and I was just talking to House members as they were walking out, uh, people are pissed, to be blunt, and they want some changes. We'll see if that actually happens. But as of now, the Senate is scheduled to be in session next week, and hearings with Amy Coney Barrett scheduled still to start
9: October 12th, Brianna. Yeah.
0: Amy Coney Coy- should- Barrett, or the Supreme Court nominee, easier for me to say, initially they said she had corona right after this thing broke. I don't know if you saw that, but it was based on who she'd been around. Then they got an actual test for her, and she tested negative. But a lot of this is precarious because— it could just so easily snowball into a much larger problem. And you have to think about the overall age of the people in the upper echelons of government. They are at risk. Um, and many of them are obese as well. So there's multiple risk factors there. It, it could actually be quite a problem. So to me, it seems sense sensible to put some sort of testing regime in place on Capitol Hill. And they have the speedy, they have the quick tests in the white house and j- Frickin' Joe Rogan. <laughs> Frickin' Joe Rogan has him. Uh, so you'd think, right, that they could get it at the White House. Let's see what the view's talking about right now. See if they're talking about this. This is a little off off my path, Justice
5: but. Voter suppression as the star of the long running sitcom Blackish. So please welcome the lovely and talented Anthony Anderson. Woo!
7: Hello. Hello. How are Good morning. you? Good morning, ladies. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Great to see you again. They still really
0: don't have the remote game on, do they? I mean, his audio is horrible. You're telling me that they couldn't send a camera and a microphone to this guy, like a camera with a good shotgun mic on it? And you could get that for 400 bucks. They probably, I mean, you've seen, if you've ever been in any kind of studio, they have extra cameras laying around. They could send these people equipment. Instead, he's using a crappy MacBook and the crappy MacBook mic.
10: It wasn't what I woke up thinking about doing when I was asked to be a part of the Emmys.
0: Uh, Think about this for a moment. Some jackass independent podcaster who's doing all of this off of Patreon money sounds better than Anthony Anderson on The View on ABC. I, I mean, it's. I told
2: you during the break, I love the show Blackish, and
9: I even love your real life mom and the stuff you've been doing with her.
0: Uh, I suppose, I, I guess now the uh, quality of the audio matches the quality of the content. So, I suppose we're kind of uh, in line. While we're talking, let's get back to COVID. While we're talking about Trump and COVID, there is a Sweden update. Uh, This is from NBC News.
5: The second wave of COVID is almost over, but Sweden has managed to avoid it altogether. NBC News chief global correspondent Bill Neely reports from Stockholm.
9: Hi, Allison. Right across Europe today, there is clear evidence of a second deadly wave of coronavirus. But here in Sweden, No, nothing yet. Once again. Now,
0: wasn't, was Sweden the, Sweden, geez, it all has kind of faded. Sweden was the group that was trying to go for herd immunity, right?
9: Again, Sweden, which refused to lock down, is a global exception. And for Americans living here, and for Swedes themselves, that's good news. Well, now, wait a hot fucking minute. Wasn't that the entire bet all
0: along that if they just if they just sucked it up and ate the shit sandwich early on, then they wouldn't have the second and third wave that we're all going to have? And wasn't it wasn't that? What is this? What? This is melting my brain. I hope I'm misunderstanding this, because what it sounds like is that it sounds like they're avoiding a second wave because they didn't do the original lockdown. Um, which would imply that a second wave of lockdowns is going to have the same effect that the first wave of lockdowns did, which is cause a spike as soon as you unlock.
9: It looks like the world we lost. Cafes and restaurants full, people relaxed, no face masks, no panic. American Elizabeth Dacey feels safe here. I have to say, honestly, I'm glad I'm here
8: in comparison to what I'm watching my family go through in the US.
9: Jim Farula from New York runs a deli and likes Sweden's light touch. I
6: would say they're pretty much hands off here in Sweden
9: as opposed to hands-on, yeah. You feel safer here than you would back home? Oh, definitely, oh, definitely. So I'm kind of proud about the way we've handled it. Sweden kept most of its schools and businesses open. It asked people to socially distance. Half of Swedes live alone anyway. It banned large gatherings, but imposed few other rules. As for Sweden's buses and trains, well, take a look at this. Not a face mask in sight. The government doesn't recommend them. And Swedes follow expert advice. What the hell am I seeing? Somebody in the Discord
0: explained to me, see, this is what, this normally is not what happens, is I don't watch these clips live. I uh, I go back and I, I I do some further research. So I'm doing this live with you today, if you're just tuning in. This is our live reaction to Trump. I'm reviewing some of the networks right now, and I figured while I do that, I'd play this clip for you. I had no idea the contents of this clip. <laughs> and this is NBC News, right? So, uh Uh, What should I be taking away from this?
5: I would say in Sweden, we have had the government and the experts have been really unified in their message. You haven't had that in the US.
9: When the world locked down, Sweden stayed open. Now some of the countries who had the toughest lockdowns, like Spain, look at this with the chin sticking out, are having a deadly second wave. Sweden is not. Or at least not yet. Isn't. in sweden's biggest hospital the intensive care unit overwhelmed in the spring is deserted from today nursing homes will allow visitors for the first time in months but not everyone's happy in a country with few restrictions or masks they don't take any cares they don't bother this worries you yes it worries me and it makes me angry <laughs> I, I
0: I agree, old lady. Um, I mean, what am I, I guess, but it would seem that their approach has been successful because the the takeaway headline here is Sweden has avoided Europe's second wave. So this worries you.
9: Yes, it, it worries me and it makes me angry. There have been small protests. Even some Americans are wary. Um, Everybody
3: feels fairly secure, but um, they might be getting a little overconfident right now.
9: Cases of COVID are creeping up. Sweden's high spring death toll, higher than its neighbors, could return. But most Swedes are confident their way works.
0: I come back to, we're going to just have to wait and play the long game on this one, right? And see where this goes. We're just going to have to see where this goes long term and uh, let history be the judge on if this was the right play, because it's not over yet. And, and this could be going well into 2023 still. Right. I mean, we're going to have potentially vaccines land uh, in what, maybe summer, spring of 2021. Uh, in fact, Pfizer's CEO has just kind of been pushing back on Trump's overambitious timeline.
4: So we want to play for you comments about the vaccine that Vice President Mike Pence made on the campaign trail in Iowa yesterday, and President Trump made in pre-taped remarks streamed into the Al Smith Memorial Foundation dinner, just hours before announcing he had tested positive for the virus.
3: I'm proud to report to you that with American innovation, our dedicated researchers, we believe are just literally weeks away from the first coronavirus vaccine for the American people, sure. and we'll have tens of millions of doses available the moment that it's approved.
6: Uh-huh. We're on track to develop and distribute a vaccine before the end of the year, and maybe substantially before. And I just want to say that the end of the pandemic is in sight, and next year will be one of the greatest years in the history of our country.
3: Those are recorded remarks from President Trump just hours before, again, he announced his own diagnosis of COVID-19. Jonathan Lemire, you've got some new reporting on what the head of Pfizer, one of the drug makers that's racing to develop a coronavirus vaccine, said about the timeline we've heard from President Trump and heard again yesterday from Vice President Pence about a vaccine being just weeks away, as they say.
0: Pfizer, as you say, Willie, was, is one of the leading companies in developing a
6: vaccine is considered to be pretty far along in the process. But yesterday, uh, we obtained a memo uh, from the CEO of Pfizer uh, to staff uh, yesterday afternoon um, in which he said that he was deeply disappointed uh, that the vaccine had become such a political football during the debate two nights prior between <laughs> Trump and Biden, and that he vowed to staff and shareholders and that their, their efforts to develop vaccine would not be influenced by any sort of political pressure and he didn't mention the president by name at that point uh but certainly we know that the president has offered very
0: accelerated timetables we'll follow the science not the politics um that's what he's saying right there joe biden has finally gotten tested for the big rona did you hear
8: and mike memley do you have an update for us on michigan and the and the joe biden
4: campaign
0: not on Michigan, but Andrea, some important news to share at this point. A senior Biden campaign official tells me that the former vice president has tested negative for the coronavirus, an important important signal from the campaign, at least, uh, that if there was any interaction with uh, him, his team that was close to any members of the Trump team that would have been exposed, at this point, he has tested negative. Oh, so I guess he finally got around to it. Because remember, yeah, yeah, exactly. Zufi in the chat room points out, remember when Biden got really pissed about being asked if he'd been tested? Uh, (laughs) Well, there he got tested. Um, I'm still kind of processing this. I have thoughts about maybe how these live streams might play a role in the future on breaking news like this is maybe as a way for me to get my first thoughts and reactions out. And then in the official released weekly show, it's more of the... I've reflected on it. I've I've checked multiple sources. I've pr- I pulled in multiple clips, and I've I've given it you know a more a more rounded thought because sometimes these things can be so emotionally charged that your first reaction isn't your best reaction when it comes to this kind of stuff. And but I also the way my process is because <laughs> I'm uh, you know I've been doing podcasting for so long that the way my process is is I have to get it out on the mic. I can't just like can't just like talk to my wife about it right i gotta get it out on the mic to you guys i have to get that conversation going in discord and and on twitter and on telegram and whatever now matrix too and i gotta i gotta kind of like work through the process and so i think what i might do is do more of these live react streams now that i'm independent and i'm in the studio to do on filter again it's much easier for me to come down here and flip the stream on like you know in the past it meant like setting up a spot in the rv making sure i didn't have coverage if it was on sell and or whatever like it just was a huge pain in the ass but the studio's just pretty much always on standby if i'm not recording so uh that's kind of my thoughts on the live stream um is maybe i'll do these a little more often for the breaking now let's get everyone's reaction because i'm gonna have this thing pretty dialed in for the freaking debates by the time the debates and the election are over i think i'll have the how I release the live stream, if I make it downloadable or not. I think I'll have all of that pretty dialed in by then. So um, it looks like uh, we have some breaking news coming off of several of the networks right now. Um, I'm going to tune in, though, to let's go MSNBC. It's been a little bit. We'll go back to MSNBC here.
1: In convalescent plasma uh, especially the way convalescent plasma has been used in the United States where uh, there's no testing of the convalescent ah. plasma and the and the level of antibodies in it before Meh. it's given to someone else that I would not do I would definitely test whatever I would So give it seems that first, Trump has, of uh, do this, uh, with, uh, has uh you
0: know, has they're Washington reporting care additional updates on Trump's that, symptoms also, being mild
1: uh, again monitoring his oxygen blood oxygen levels monitoring those levels Get him at Apple Watch. Uh, depending on where they are and if if he's
8: ill enough that he needs to be hospitalized uh,
1: him- All
0: Trump events are getting canceled right now.
8: A lot of people in the spread zone at these events out of the equation.
2: Well, Harris, and you know, the, the, I'm not going to get into the politics of it or the campaigning in it, but I mean, all of us have gotten used to zooming and virtual events. I have one mm-hmm. tonight with my kids' school, and this is the right thing to do. President Trump is currently in isolation, and he's going to be in there for a while. But that doesn't mean that he has to be shut down um, and not still communicating. With of
0: course, the they need that guy in the doctor's uh, uh, costume to uh, talk about this. So it looks like they're going to move his events virtual, some of them. It. it, it it is unquestionably going to dominate, depending on how Trump executes on this. Oh, here's Kamala.
8: Her husband, Doug, tested nev- negative for COVID-19 today, this morning. Thankfully, we tested negative. This virus is still very much active across our country. Please continue to wear a mask and maintain social distancing.
0: So if Trump were to play this, he, initially, I thought this is going to be a huge problem for Trump because this is the last thing his campaign wanted to be talking about. They really wanted they really wanted to focus more on all of the like law and order stuff, all of the all of the Biden being left stuff. And now it's now it's going to be part of the conversation, but thinking about this, if Trump plays it right, he could trickle feed information by doing certain tweets and certain live streams at certain times and kind of just dominate the conversation about Trump like he did for the 2016 election towards the end. They really managed, in part... See, everyone, everyone forgets this, but the media, the media elected not to talk about Hillary's damn emails and instead just talked about Trump all the time. And the old saying goes, any PR is good PR, potentially. I, I wonder if he could somehow twist this into an advantage. I don't know. One thing, I, you know what, one thing I often forget to do in the heat of the moment is check in on the markets. So that I think will be the next stop that I go is I'll go check in on CNBC. But before we do that, you may have heard that a Trump, another Trump ally tested positive for COVID-19 this morning. Uh, and that was Senator Mike Lee. Uh, another
7: um, lawmaker announcing that they have tested positive for coronavirus. This is Utah Senator Mike Lee, Republican from Utah, uh, tweeting uh, yesterday morning he was experiencing symptoms uh, consistent with with long-time allergies. Out of an abundance of caution, uh, he was tested for COVID-19. And then he wrote, unlike the test I took just a few days ago while visiting the White House, yesterday's test came back positive on advice of the Senate attending for I will remain isolated for the next 10 days. Again, that's Utah Senator uh, Republican Mike Lee has tested positive for uh, COVID-19. He will now also be
0: in isolation. Hey there, I'm Chris Hayes from MSNBC. Hey, Chris Hayes. That's what happens when I do it live is I don't cut that crap off. Um, So uh, nefarious bread in the discord already sees that uh, the Trump website has a Trump rally live stream live stream president donald j trump delivers remarks at make america great again event so it looks like maybe he's already already thinks he's gonna be doing live streams uh, maybe you should just settle down for a little bit bro <laughs> maybe you ought to just like chill for a hot god jeez, like uh that i wouldn't be surprised to see if that gets canceled actually if you think about it i, I could see that happening um all right, let's just do our last pass, before I, one last pass on the networks here before I wrap us up. Uh, this is Fox's um, market. Fox Business is like their market network.
7: Sending stocks lower in futures trading, but the market has been clawing back. The jobs report, well, that's, it's actually better than the headline miss, and there was a big pop in consumer sentiment suggesting reasons for optimism, but it all comes back to one more fiscal nudge from Congress. And the White House. We'll get reaction from the White House coming right up. Plus, how to navigate through all the challenges, that and so much more on Making Money.
0: How about that for a show name? <laughs> making Money. <laughs> ah, there you go. Right to the point, I guess. Um, there's a good question that Optimus Gray asked in the chat room. What about the debate, which uh, is less than the quarantine window away? Right. The debate is 14 days away. I don't know. It's It's in the window. Um, and so people are suggesting that the debate will go virtual. <sighs> you know, I really think that'd be a mistake. I think they should just delay it by a couple of days. I think when it goes virtual, it is super easy for either side to game that. They could, they mean, they justifiably would have an earpiece. Think about that. Oh man, I just don't like that. Oh, Shep's breaking in. Plus, the format would suck. The energy would suck.
10: House and new developments this afternoon since we learned af- after midnight that the president and first lady have tested positive. We're now told both have mild c- symptoms. And By
0: the way, this is Shepard Smith's first appearance on any unfiltered um, media production since he got a job at CNBC. Shep's, this is like his second or third day at CNBC.
10: Or postponed. We learned last night that the president's close advisor, Hope Hicks, tested positive for the virus. Hicks was with the Trumps while traveling to Cleveland for Tuesday's debate. The Republican Senator Mike Lee says he also tested positive. So, too, the president of the University of Notre Dame. I mentioned him because the two of them were at the Supreme Court nominee event on Saturday. Now, we don't know whether that event with certainty was a super spreader event. It was six days ago. Other West Wing employees are being tested today. The White House Correspondents Association reports one journalist and one staffer who works with journalists also tested positive. Everyone else in the president's family and officials close to him, including the vice president, tested negative. But the doctors are warning. Sometimes the virus isn't detectable for days after contact. They're urging anyone who's been around somebody who tested positive for COVID to quarantine for at least 10 days. Joe Biden and his wife, Jill, report negative Hmm. tests.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, uh, somebody who's testing negative today in three days may test positive who's been around Trump.
10: Social distance and wash your hands.
0: Oh, I don't like it when they tell me to wash my hands.
10: Tracing uh, effects on the campaign, updates on the president's condition and reaction from around the world. That's tonight at 7 Eastern on the news, CNBC. <laughs>
0: Shep, you touched on this uh, briefly in your report right there, but what do we know, what could we expect to learn possibly about how this virus may have moved through the West Wing
6: and whether multiple other individuals uh, could possibly test positive or have to go to a remote workforce kind of situation? What do we know and what
10: might we learn? We have a team of of reporters and journalists on that right now, Tyler. We're starting to identify a few places where people who
0: boy this is still kind of stiff and rough
10: one of them is that event way too scripted that was six days ago on saturday uh the two people i mentioned were waiting for test results on others and then there was the debate on tuesday remember chris wallace of fox news was the moderator of that he's yeah we remember the vast majority of the people who were there as witnesses were not wearing masks uh we we know that then hope hicks got this the the symptoms and that it seems to have been spreading from there. The root of this super spreader event is unclear at the moment. But again, that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Super spreader event. Warning from doctors. If you've tested negative, even if you've tested negative, if you've been around people who are positive and have COVID-19, you must quarantine at least until you can have a couple more tests. This super spreader event, the reporting on it, Title really just getting started.
8: And Shep, it's Kelly here. You mentioned the debate, and on that note, I'm curious if the first debate of this presidential election
4: season will end up being the last.
10: It's a very good question. You know, we we got word seven minutes ago, I think now, from the campaign that the president will not be out and about at events anymore. And they're saying either postponements or they'll, they'll take them to virtual. The next debate is, what, next Wednesday, I think. It's a town hall style debate. Uh, the president will have to be free of symptoms and free of fever for 48 hours before he's allowed to do much of anything, under the protocol at least. The quarantine will last for quite some time and we'll have to monitor his condition because, Kelly, it goes without saying that it's older people who are vulnerable, most vulnerable to this virus, according to doctors, and further those with comorbid- comorbidities, including obesity, which technically the president is. So He's vulnerable. Slim. The doctors are watching him. We're hoping for transparency from the White House. Kelly and Conway spoke just about six, seven minutes ago, something like that, and refused to say the specifics of the president's uh, of the president's symptoms, only to say that they were mild. Uh, our own reporting from NBC News is that yesterday he had a, a hoarse throat and that he was tired. How all of this is going to come together uh, is reporting for another minute, Kelly. <laughs>
0: nice. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I like Shep. I don't know if I like that very much. That was a little rough. Ah, uh, oh, 10 posts, an interesting Elon Musk audio bit in the Discord. Maybe this will be one of the last things I play. It has the it has a real kooky vibe going with it. So let's see. I think this must be... Let's see. Oh, yeah. So this is New York Post.
6: I think
10: anyone who's at risk should be quarantined until the storm passes.
4: All right. But this storm is coming again. You know, you're talking a lot about saving humanity, but these are humans
2: but die in the process.
6: Everybody dies.
2: I, I know that, Elon. <laughs> I get that.
0: He went on to explain that he won't be getting a vaccine when one becomes available. Oh, boy. Will
5: you get a vaccine? Are you? Uh, what do you do with no. your own family? You won't get a vaccine. Why is that?
0: I'm I'm. I'm not at risk for COVID, uh, nor my kid.
5: Mm-hmm. So you won't do that?
0: No. So I'm uh, now going over to CNN. Deputy
1: Press Secretary Judd Deere were on Air Force One with the president as he traveled to New Jersey, maskless, uh, as our White House uh, folks are reporting. (laughs) I love that
0: CNN has essentially become the Reddit detectives of cable news. They are doing the same thing that Reddit commenters do, where they, they do their own form of contact tracing and there's rumors about no masks. I mean, this is legitimately no better than a crowd of people trying to take on civil justice in a reddit thread Members
1: of congress from minnesota who were on board and once the president arrived in minneapolis several state leaders met him on the tarmac including the state's house minority leader and three high-ranking military leaders again we do not know all of the people that he may have come into contact with at the fundraiser and on tuesday the day before hope hicks tested positive the president was with his wife all of his children and their spouses on the way to the debate. Also on board, several senior staffers Congressman Jim Jordan and Alice Johnson, the woman
0: name and shame them in a sense here. Like these are here's the name and faces of people that could potentially be super spreaders.
1: Men who had her drug sentence pardoned by President Trump when they landed Ohio State Representative Bernadine Kent and her husband met Trump on the tarmac. And CNN has learned that Rudy Giuliani was also in contact <laughs> with him that day. So, again, to put this all into perspective, that is more than 45 people. By our count alone, who now have to be tested, should probably quarantine,
0: should, according to to the CDC, definitely quarantine and as well do their own content. So now they can pressure him on this based on this. Have so-and-so gotten tested? How come you're not taking this seriously? They can now make this a thing. God, CNN, you've really upped your game this year
1: and that he appeared tired throughout the day. I want to bring in Elizabeth Cohen, who was tired? CNN senior oh, medical... We'll
0: back up a little bit. ...in See-
1: contact with him that... Now the White House says the president is having mild symptoms. It's really unclear what that actually means, though. People who interacted with him yesterday said he had a raspy voice and that he appeared tired throughout the day. I want to bring in Elizabeth Cohen, CNN senior medical correspondent.
0: What I think Trump could do here is, is leak out information, um, talk about how he's doing, and... and play up transparency. I'm the most, I can't do a Trump right now. I'm the most, but he's something like, I'm the most transparent president ever. I'm going to give you updates directly from myself on how I'm doing. And then, assuming he's all right, since he probably has some of the best medical care you could possibly get in the world, assuming he comes out of this just fine. He now has the talking point. I've had it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, He's kind of in a way gonna if he survives this, he's gonna have a COVID Trump card potentially. If he plays it right, the thing is, is he never does that. <laughs> he always screws it up. He always manages to blow like the softest of the softballs because he can't see past his own narcissist ego. But uh, he could. He actually could have an opportunity here. I don't think we'll see it, uh okay, all right, so the w h o is chiming in. They say they wish Trump a full and swift recovery. <laughs> I bet, yeah, I wonder why they even... i think that's their way of mocking him anyways, I think that'll probably do it i i uh I think that's my initial reactions to this thing be care- i mean of course you know, I don't want him to die, but um you do wonder if this will have some sort of negative consequence on the election for him. Uh, According to CNBC and Brian Schwartz, GOP donors are panicking after uh, they were near Trump at an event. (laughs) All the people doing the math right now. Isn't that funny? I mean, it's not funny because some people are going to, but it's, it's interesting how this is how this is hit even even the top of the top, like Boris Johnson, you know, top of their of his government. Uh, Donald Trump, like uh, it. It is fascinating that both these guys who are, you know, right wing policy, you know, if you go by the U.S. measuring are sort of on the right and they both got it and a governor, Mike Lee's got it. He's He's also a Republican. I mean, it just looks like the Democrats have been handed the biggest October gift they could have possibly want. I mean, you want to talk about an October surprise. It's this. I mean, it's frickin' October 2nd. <laughs> Couldn't we get a couple of days in? <laughs> like, what? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. And, uh, of course, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I bet. Z- Zufi, which I have not really been on Twitter much because uh, it it's rough. But he says the Biden surrogates on Twitter are just going nuts right now. Yeah, man. What a uh <clears throat> what a chance to make him look like a fool. What an opportunity. For, I mean, I could see Trump playing this to his advantage to some degree, but damn, this is a this is such an opportunity. You know, I think in uh, oh my god, I have the perfect song to take us out in um in solidarity for all of those who have gotten COVID-19 or anyone who's lost someone to COVID-19. I take us back to the man who if I don't know why I don't know why COVID didn't get the message but this man solved it back in April. I'll play his message for you. Apparently Trump didn't hear it but pff. anyways, that's coming up. Thank you for jumping in on this live stream that I didn't announce at all. I just I randomly did. Um I think maybe this may be more of the breaking news scenario. I mean I, I don't know. I really don't know where the line will be between episode and live stream. I'll let you know in the Discord. I have it set up to automatically notify you in there. You can also follow Twitch, me on Twitch. Don't know how that works, but I know a lot of you do it. Actually, I, I could tell you exactly. I'm just looking at it. I have 134 followers on Twitch now. That's pretty cool. And so if you follow me over there, I guess it, uh, it lets you know. And the nice thing about, I got to say, going straight to Twitch, the nice thing about it is it's really low latency. Like You guys are responding to what I'm saying pretty much right after I say it, which is uh, pretty great. Oh, Twitch pings your phone. Well, there you go. Yeah, I suppose that's part of the follow function, right? Okay. Well, anyways, so I think maybe that's the way to go. Of course, the next live stream that I have planned, barring any crazy world events, is the vice presidential debate. So I'd love to have you join me for that. And I leave you with problem solved. COVID-19 taken care of back in April. Thanks for joining me. Stay healthy out there. For God's sake. Thanks to our patrons, by the way, patreon.com slash unfiltered. All right, I'm all done. Join me next time in the Discord, too, unfiltered.show slash Discord. There's a live chat room in there. Okay, now I'm really all done. I just wanted to get the plugs in. Thanks for joining me.